rebuildingtheman.com slash church for the Sunday service titled Put Up No Resistance Against Life's Challenges. That's from May 6th, 2012. Just a quick announcement, guys. What's up? I am James Hake. This is The Hake Report. It's 9.03 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time. A couple of minutes later than usual just because of minor technical issues, but we got them handled. Nice. I have some hand-picked music for you guys to enjoy. I think you will enjoy it if you like chill music. Yes, it will be another Starflyer 59 song, Christian band, from the year 2001, actually. The album Leave Here a Stranger is what I'm playing today. A couple of songs from there. This one is Give Up the War. Give Up the War by Starflyer59. Enjoy this song, and we'll get on started. I hope you will like it. I know I do. <laughs> Isn't that nice? No Pink Floyd today. <laughs> sorry, Jay. Not sorry, but forgive me, Jay. Somebody said something about this whispery vocals. Something funny, but I can't remember what it was. This song actually got me into Starfire 59. Because it's a Christian song. I think. He wants to be someone like the Apostle Paul. Nice. Colin Barrett says, Hake going through his playlist of awful music. <laughs> Man. Hake is listening to his alpha music while cleaning dishes, but he'll be here soon. Is Adam Mess. Mess. Adam Mess. Keyword mess. Hank torture today? This album got top 10 albums of 2001 from the Los Angeles Slimes. This song makes me want some pizza. I like how he's talking about press on. And not giving up. Nice. Even though there's a temptation to sometimes. Right on. Speaking of Christians, I have some topics to cover today. Did you hear that the Vatican stole some art? I thought they were Catholic. Christians. They stole an atheist's artwork. An atheist female. Communist. Their artwork. What a mess. When are you going to interview Kwame Brown? Asks Andy Singh. <laughs> Maybe someday. I do have to tell you guys about this Texas rancher who has encountered illegal after illegal after illegal after multiple groups of illegals. Threatening his family being a mess, trying to get to his home. What in the world? It's terrible. 
A lot of anti-white, anti-American indoctrination going on. You guys thought you heard the end of David Hogg, heard the last from David Hogg. Nope. Kind of like that song, says Tom New. The Vatican is evil, says Colin Barry. I agree. Subverted, like all of the establishment churches. Practically all, maybe all. Second song yesterday was good, says David Flores. Yeah, no new kind of story, I think is what I played. There's a major attack on Trump, and I will explain a little bit of it from courtesy of so-called news from Communist Nonsense Network, CNN. I have Bobby from Texas on the line, wants to continue the conversation about unemployment and Greg Abbott, which I'm happy to do. I talked with him, I think yesterday, or two days ago maybe, about the Republican governors ending unemployment or ending some of the extra unemployment benefits related to the communist shutdown. And I have Tom Cotton bringing up some interesting information regarding the shenanigans related to speculation about the origin of the China slash communist virus. What a mess. That will be Senator Tom Cotton. He's okay. So thanks for putting up with that, guys. This music sounds like the end of a bad movie when they are showing the credits and it never seems to end. <laughs> Says, roasts my music, Skip McBurney. Thank you, Skip. All right, guys. Do you listen to anything that's not specifically Christian? Yeah, I do. But let's get right on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. So, how are you all doing? I am fine. Let's go, says Cheesehead69. Asmador says, this music is sucking all of the testosterone out of me through my ears. <laughs> something like that. He said something like that. I have a super chat to read. Speaking of, of mess going on, I have a super chat to read that I forgot to read yesterday. By the way, Ragnar0321 thinks... That this music is saying, push that needle in the arm. No! It's Christian's music. Really, somewhat. He gets all his music from his sister, <laughs> says Din. Tia Jin. It was fine, says Dim Justice. Thank you, man. Our chat is the credits, says Bill West, regarding Skip's comment about this music sounding like the ending credits that never end. Of a bad movie. Hake trying to run Earl's batteries completely flat before he calls in. <laughs> but I'm Catholic, says Straight Man Serum. You're maybe one of the good ones. I don't know, Straight Man Serum. I like Catholics. There's two Catholics that I like. At least. Nick Fuentes. Uh, Vincent James. 
and that's it. <laughs> no, I'm playing. There's some other good guys. But most of them are a bunch of liberals, subverted. That's what I'm talking about, the establishment. And the people who, uh, who, who fall for the establishment. Lies. Lies! Corbracoy99 gave a Trovo colorful chat, referring, I guess, to my, yesterday's music, which is the same as today's music. Sound like a mug, lol. Amazing. Or maybe he was referring to the audio quality of my voice, which was slightly different yesterday. We're working out kinks, doing fine-tuning. Sometimes we make it a little bit worse. Sometimes we make it a little bit better. Two steps forward and one step back. Or one step forward and two steps back. You never know. But we are constantly trying to improve. Thank you. When did Hake become so emotional? Whatever, A. Owens. And by the way, speaking of Super Chats, I have... One other one I thought I saw. I thought that I saw it. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation. No breathing. <laughs> Says Jim Eagle. Great song. Is that Papa, is that Papa Roach? Yeah, that's Papa Roach. <laughs> Takes me back to uh, just right after high school, I think. Anyway, I will be getting to your calls. The year 2000. Yeah. I was not the drug-free class of 2000. I was drug-free, but I was class of 99. Anyway, guys, real quick, let me just show you this funny story to me, being that I was an art major in college. Yes, I went to college. And my mom went to college. The skim reports, or quotes this street artist woman, said, I couldn't believe it. I honestly thought it was a joke. She sued the Vatican. Because supposedly she tried to contact them and they wouldn't really officially respond for using her work on an Easter postage stamp, Pasqua, I guess is Latin for Easter. Easter being Resurrection Sunday, remember? Easter is when Jesus rose from the dead. It's not about Ishtar. Easter postage stamp without her permission. The skim says stealing is a sin, folks. Shut up, skim. You support sin. You support killing babies. The skim is a far-left female-run outlet, okay? But anyway, the enemies of America, known as AP, Associated Press, enemies of Christians, enemies of America, enemies of actual justice, they support social justice, not actual justice. But I have some pictures of this woman and the art that she made. The Vatican is issued a street art stamp, postage stamp, selling it for like a euro or something. I don't know. And... They got sued. One night early 2019, Rome street artist, this is the woman, Alessia Babro, glued a stylized image of Christ that she made into, made, and she put it on a bridge near the Vatican. A year later, she was shocked to learn the Vatican had apparently used a reproduction of the image. Some photog- local photographer recognized it as hers, took a picture of it and showed it to her. <laughs> and they prominent, it was prominently displayed in their uh, bookstore or whatever, Vatican gift shop. This woman has tattoos, by the way. I see tattoos on her arm. An Italian woman, I guess. Alessia Babro. They used a reproduction of the image. AP on the case. Associated Press. The Vatican is home, says Associated Press, to some of the greatest artworks ever made, they claim. 
and it vigorously enforces its copyright over everything from the Sistine Chapel to Michelangelo's Pietà. Michelangelo's Pietà, I think, is a, it's a weird pick. I think it's a weird... I like Michelangelo. He's like an old Renaissance artist, right? Look, there she is. There's this woman next to a wall and a bridge that she glued this image onto. But she's no Christian, it turns out. I'll get to that later. But the, Vatic- the Sistine Chapel, that's where I guess Leonardo da Vinci or somebody painted fresco up on the ceiling and stuff like that. Of, you know, the picture of God touching Adam's fingers, giving him life. God in the clouds, Adam. There she is, this woman. And the Pieta, I think, is supposedly like Mary, the mother of Jesus, supposedly. Mary the Virgin Mary, sitting down. I think the Pieta is this, Michelangelo's Pieta. Let me just Google it while I'm describing it. And then it has Jesus' dead body, like, after he got crucified, on her lap. That never happened, but very creative Michelangelo. But that didn't happen like that. I don't think that he ever, his body ever laid on her lap. Yeah, that's the one. Can I show a picture of it without getting copyrighted from the Vatican? <laughs> oh, man. I think I can do it. I'm just dragging it in for you. Just to show you guys. I didn't know that they had the copyright to that. It's like hundreds of years old. Usually, like in America, if something is more than 50 or 60 or 70 years old, then the copy, it becomes public. <laughs> Doesn't it become public whatever? Michelangelo. Am I pronouncing it wrong? Is it called Michelangelo? I call it Michelangelo. Like the Ninja Turtle. Leonardo only finished 14 paintings, but he did other stuff. Vatican copyright. I mean, I thought that it became public domain after 70 years, right? That's how it is in America. Yeah, it's weird. Did you see the image? Yeah, put, sh- show the Pietà. I guess the Vatican owns the copyright to this. And they'll go after you if you show, if you try to copy it or something. And Sistine Chapel. Oh, Michelangelo did the Sistine Chapel. Maybe that's why you guys were shaking your head about me. About me saying, <laughs> I think it was Le- uh, Leonardo. Wow, that's a cool chapel roof. Man. Yeah, there's the Pietà. And it's weird, like, how... Anyway. It didn't happen, but it's kind of symbolic, I guess. Because she was around. Let me see if I can show you one of the pictures from the Sistine Chapel. Ah, darn, it didn't work. Whatever. You guys know. You guys have seen that picture, I think. It's not important. But anyway, all that, and they're, like, aggressive about it, supposedly, according to Associated Press... But now they're accused of violating intellectual property rights, so-called intellectual property rights, of a street artist. Which she stole it from somebody else, too, by the way. She just slapped her own logo on it. The artwork in question is a 35 centimeter high, 13.8 inch high. Printed, 13 and 3 quarters inch. Printed picture of Christ, styled on the famous work by the 19th century German painter. She stole it from a German. Heinrich Hoffmann. 
on Christ's torso is Babro's telltale tag, an image of a human heart with the words, just use it, written in graffiti style right across. So she stole somebody else's stuff. But of course, Heinrich Hoffman is not around to complain about it from the 1800s. The work is part, and show with pictures of her thing again, her mess again. Her art, so-called art. The work is part of Babro's Just Use It project. Listen to this explanation. Which began in 2013 has included similar hearts on Buddhas, the Hindu deity Ganesha, fake god, and the Virgin Mary can be found on walls, stairwells, bridges around Rome. A huge version also graces a palazzo scaffolding. scaffolding. She's all mad when people steal her art. Uh, the concept of the project, Babro says, is to promote to promote the intelligence and the brain of the heart, whatever that means, the heart doesn't have a brain, in a holistic, non-judgmental way. There is her Instagram posts, recent Instagram posts. The one that shows a Buddha in the lower right side, if you're looking at the video. She posts that and she says, that thing is gone already, people stealing my art. <laughs> when you post it, in, anyway. Uh, the concept of the project, she says, is to promote to promote the intelligence and the brain of the heart. Lawyer Mauro Lafranconi argued in a lawsuit that by appropriating the image to promote the Catholic Church, the Vatican irrevocably distorted Babro's message that there are no universal truths. So this woman's a dumb atheist communist. And she's stealing uh, religious symbolism made by classic German painters and others. To promote atheism. Oh, everything's relative. She sounds like my caller, uh, Christopher. From, uh, California. Christopher says, oh, tr- the truth is relative. Right and wrong is relative. No, it's not. It's wrong to attack whites. To falsely smear whites and Christians. Lady at the, f- lady at the store told me Jesus would wear a mask. Whoa. <laughs> I guess... The earth is flat as a Christian man. And the lady caught on. No universal truth? You just ruined it. You had my sympathy. But anyway, she's only suing for like $100,000 or something like that. 100-something thousand euros or whatever. So whatever. Anyway. Just had to share that with you. It's dumb artists, right? Liberals. And then dumb Vatican. I wonder whose idea it was just to take that picture and then put it on a postage stamp. Thinking, oh. It's fine. Normally, people have tried to track down who put it there. But it was, it was put there. I mean, it's on the public built bridge. Street art. Whatever. Anyway, let me get to Bobby in Texas. I talked with Bobby in Texas yesterday, and I reported a little bit about it this morning on uh, Hake News in the End of hour one of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, I think it was. Maybe it was the end of hour two of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, yes. About the jobs. There's a labor shortage, and so many of the, supposedly, there's a labor shortage, and Republican governors are ending the giveaways for the people. I mean, it's really their money back if they had worked and paid taxes, but it's a mess. 
So, Bobby in Texas, how are you doing? Doing good, James. How are you doing, buddy? Doing well as well. Thank you. <clears throat> so I didn't realize I was I got handled in our conversation. <laughs> but, uh, oh, um, did you hear Skip's? To... Did you hear Skip's comments about it? <laughs> yeah, I did. It's good to hear that. <laughs> Yeah, such a hard-working man that doesn't accept any disability or anything from the government with his, his and living in his trailer park drinking his PBRs. But, Dang. Yeah, that's, that's, that's another story. So, Starting um, a war. Just, Starting a war. <laughs> I just, I just want to be clear yeah. that I'm not supporting unemployment by any means, any stretch. I don't, I've, I've worked since I was 14 years old. I run a farm seven days a week. I nice. own my own business. I sign the fronts of 33 checks. All the time, I don't support unemployment at all. Like that's not why I called, and I don't appreciate moving the goalposts to put me in a position to have to defend unemployment. <laughs> I merely was calling to say that you know I don't I don't like that they have ignited a voter base to you know to vote basically put Democrats in power. Like those people that are on unemployment are typically people who don't show up to the polls. They're people who don't vote, and I was merely saying that. I personally have heard two people, and they're not my friends. They're people who patron my business. So, you know, I'm not going to sit there and chastise them over their political views in my business. Oh, I, I see. appreciate their money. Okay. but You hadn't told me you know, that I part. Just, right. I just want to be clear because I got a little bit of flack in the chat. I heard people <laughs> saying that I'm for Bernie bros and like socialism <laughs> or blah, blah, blah. And that's yeah. not the case at all. Like, I just merely wanted to point out the fact that this by giving up three months of unemployment, which I think is pretty ridiculous to just like, oh, yeah, let's, let's make a point. Let's make our stand for three months of unemployment when we could just blame it on Biden, blame his economy for sucking, prove to the rest of the country how bad a job it is, how terrible they're doing, rather than move the target off Biden on to these Republican governors and, you know, Congress people or whoever's pushing the bill. I know it's the governors are the ones that are really taking the heat on it, but I felt like it was just a better, you know, a better idea to weather the storm, push through the three months, not take heat from, you know, about, oh, we, we gave up these people's free money for whatever they were getting it for, whether they deserve it or don't. I don't really, not my opinion. I'm just pointing out the fact that why ignite that voter base to be you know, to vote the way that they would vote anyway. You know, they're going to, if they do show up, they're going to vote for Democrats in the first place. So, uh, when I asked you how come you didn't push back on it, how come you didn't tell me they were customers? Well, I mean, I didn't realize, I didn't think, I wasn't thinking of, I didn't expect the conversation to go that way. I right. Kind of caught me off guard. I was like, yeah, oh, I didn't. You, I handled, you handled it for, fine. I liked how you handled it, actually. But it, I just felt like it, you know, it is the way it is. They, they told me how they voted. They know I'm a conservative. They were just trying to kind of needle me a little bit. And I was like, yeah, you know, I don't really have a way. Oh, to so you could have, you could have been, you, so you could have pushed, given yeah, at least but it, been like, cause, cause listen, Bobby, what if, cause this is all a bit about, this is all about what's right. Really? Never yeah. mind the politics. Yeah. I get, I get what you're saying strategically. Maybe it's, uh. Jim Justice, I think, was saying, oh, you have a point about you, personally. Right. But um, what about what's right? I mean, these people, are, if they're not working because they're getting all this money, and it's, you get more money not working than working, that's a perverse incentive. 
And well, I'm, the, I'm 100%. I don't appreciate unemployment. Right. I believe that it should be the, the entire government should be the ones that are shutting it down and not paying the people. I just don't think, I don't like that the Republicans took on themselves to be like, hey, let's. I got you. I heard you. That they're putting a yeah. target on their back by doing this. But right. let's say. I'm not say, saying that they're not right. It's not the right thing to do. Okay. But beyond even what's right, let's, let's go to results based since this is what, this yeah. is what you're talking about. You're talking about right. results based. Uh, tactics, even results-based. Let's say these Republican governors do this, and they do it right, and, you know, whoever's in their administration does it right, let's say, so that the their economies improve while the rest of the economies continue to be, like, full of uh, leeches. Okay. Those, well, me, those me... states are doing well, then. And these and these and these friends of yours, I mean customers of yours, who are were needling you, low propensity voters, then they realize, mm-hmm. oh, you know what, this was actually better for me. Right. Well, I don't know that. I mean, they one of them already. He has a job. He works. You know, he's pretty much full time work, but he still gets uh, three hundred a week due to his business hasn't recovered. From, right. And from that's COVID, ending in so. June or whenever this. Right. Whenever yeah, June twenty something. Yeah, but let me play devil's advocate. All right, so my business, like I lost about uh, just south of one hundred and fifty thousand during the lockdown last year, but my business at the for the last probably four months has been even stronger than it was prior to the uh, the lockdown. So and I I believe it's people have that expendable money that they're getting from the government and they're spending it in my, my business. So it, it can go both ways. Like how, uh, yeah. what, what's his name? I believe it was the guy from Kansas called yesterday, uh, Robert. Uh-huh. Or was it right. Yes. One about of, the UBI universal right, basic right. income. Right. So it's like putting money back into the economy, but at the same time with our tax rate, everything's going up. Like we're paying more. I just, got done at the grocery store a minute ago, and, I mean, everything I bought was, you know, at least a buck more than it usually is. Right. So, so I mean, with the insert of free money comes the inflation, which I'm, you know, not a fan of. I'm not a fan of, of unemployment. I mean, I understand where it came from. I understand that. You mean, you're to, talking about uh, unemployment money, giving out, un- right, right, giving right. out unemployment right. insurance. Yeah. Period. I think, yeah, period. And But I understand, like, with COVID, I mean, a lot of people were, like, I was, my business was shut down for 14 or I think it was shut down for 31 days. And then it slowed down. I was able to do like one person could come in at a time. Like it was pretty, and that business really hurt like during those, like I think we were down for about three months total at that rate. So, I mean, it hurt my business quite a bit. And I understand a lot of other businesses were hit way, way harder than I was. So it was like a lot of money and a lot of people did lose their jobs and probably do deserve you know, a little bit of the kickback that they've paid into the system. Of course. Now, on normal circumstances, no, I, I hate unemployment. I think it's a blight on society, and yeah. I, I don't appreciate it. I, but I do get the point of, you know, when, when the government forces people not to work. I say you know, we should force effect. the government not to force us not to work. Yeah, I'm with you, 100%. Yeah. I was like that. As soon as they said it, I was like, nah, screw that, you know, I want to keep my business open. Right. But, you know, that's the way it is, and... You know, it, it is what it is, and I felt like we had to deal with it. But at this point, to just like, okay, there's three months left. Let's show how, you know, it's, I'm, I feel like it's just a political move, but I feel like it's a bad July, political August, move. Just, uh, 
I think you're causing more people to be upset than people are going to be like, way to go, Abbott, good job. That teaches them. You know, I don't think there's a lot of people standing in line doing it's, that. I mean, on the the, but the problem is that the, uh, the businesses, the business owners were suffering from a major lack of, uh, un- un- of, of a but I don't think labor shortage, labor shortage. So you're do. acting like it was just to, just to show the liberals that, Oh, we know better, but it was because like of it. a crisis. There was but, a I mean, job. There was a labor is- shortage crisis. Just because you weren't feeling it doesn't mean the whole the bunch of other employers weren't. I mean, I paid my employees. I pay them well enough that it, they don't need to go on unemployment. So, I mean, it's a matter of if your business is a good business and it, you know, people want to work there, you're gonna you're not gonna have that problem. But and like there are like people. Why are you Why are you Sonic? looking down on other businesses that can't afford to pay their <laughs> customers just, that well? I'm just saying the businesses no, that are that's, short. You're on acting all hoity-toity. No, I'm just saying that yeah, the you people are. who are short on employees are businesses that typically pay low wages. So like a McDonald's, but that's, they that have pays a right minimum to. wage. I'm not. I'm not arguing that. that <laughs> I know, but you're claiming you're the, dismissing the the labor shortage. As oh, those businesses aren't good businesses anyway. What are you doing? Not, Why are you bringing that is a up? Great business. I mean, that's an amazing <laughs> business model. They make a fortune for themselves every year. McDonald's is one of the best businesses that's ever been created. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying that the people who work there will make more money from unemployment. So I mean, those are the businesses that are hurting, not businesses that are making like you know good engineering businesses. You know, but a labor shortage is a labor uh, shortage. Yeah, I, I mean. I, However you want That's, to look at it, your it point is moot. It's not helping. It's not yeah. helping. Let's just say that. Anyway, I'm just saying that if you're a fast food business, those are the businesses that are really struggling, or restaurants are struggling because people can obviously make more money from unemployment. You're also failing to in. account for the location of the businesses. You're out in the boonies, I presume, since you have a farm, right? Slightly boonies, right. anyway. Well, Whereas, my business like, is in a, my business is in a city. It's in a big city. You have high rent. Uh, I own my business, my building. Ah. I have a high mortgage. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> no, <I'm playing. laughs> <laughs> well, I have a high mortgage on my business, like that I pay there. Anyway, it's man, twenty twenty five hundred a month, and where I live, businesses a have a right to struggle too, man. What the heck? I'm not saying that, and they are because <laughs> they don't have people to work there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just anyway, saying, like we got to think like men, like though. A, we can't be, we can't be, uh, just. We can't be just results-based, because I played along with you on this results-based stuff. Oh, yeah, it may cause this to happen, which may cause voter you to lose voters or get voters mad against you, even low-propensity voters, right? I, right? I get it, but it's, a, it's not a good way to be thinking. We have to think like men, not based I, on I politics. Mean, at the end of the day, if we lose, do you want to talk to Skip? lose the election, then what do you think? No. I don't care. It's, it's short-term. Who cares? I don't, even like, I don't even like that rhino. I don't either, but if we, what if we get Beto O'Rourke? No, what, if, what, if no we, what ifs. We don't deal with what ifs. We're men, Bobby. Let me. You, just, you brought me, you said three what ifs. While we've I know, talking, but I started that only. I only played along with you because you brought in this whole what if. I you, didn't bring a what if. They told yeah, you me did. Physically, two people told me they were going to vote that way. I'm right, just, but that's based in fact. tactics. That's results based. That's my point. What if is results based. You're results based, not principles based. Or what's right based or manliness based? You want to talk to Skip? For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring Skip on. <laughs> All right, Skip versus Bobby, two conservative men fighting division in the oh, ranks. We're, we're not going to be fighting. Hey, Bobby, how you doing? <laughs> Pretty good, Skip. How you doing, you, man? 
Oh, about fair to middling. I don't want to be bragging, or my head might get the swelling, and I start feeling bad. Then <laughs> look at here. Let me ask you something. You drink past Blue you Ribbon, do- Skip? Well, when I can afford it, yeah. <laughs> and do you were you look getting here, dis- Bobby. were you getting disability, or do you want to just keep that private? Because he was making all uh, these yeah, accusations did- against you. Well, when I had the stroke and the heart failure, I wasn't able to work. So I got on SSI, but now that I have my surgery done on my hip and I'm getting my physical therapy and working hard every day to nice. get back on my feet, I will be going back to work again. SSI is something that my, you worked and paid into, right? Social Security income. Well, I, well, I, I doubt it because I never paid no taxes. I tried my best to keep from paying them illegal oh, okay. taxes. Oh, he's one of those yeah. guys. <laughs> he's, yeah. is, are you Vox Day's dad? <laughs> Anyway, but look at look at here, Bobby. You keep uh-huh. you keep harping on McDonald jobs, McDonald jobs. Do you realize I'm those are for high they're, school they're students? The, yeah, I'm not saying people, that everybody like, people shouldn't. The, who you think is pulling in these unemployment? You think it's only only uh, you know thirty and forty year old people? Well, who, who tell me who they are? They're everybody, every age group, all the way from eighteen to. You know, 60, 65, you know, everybody that lost their job that could have worked is getting it. I'm not, and I'm not saying that McDonald's is a, a good job that people should have tried to work for. I'm just saying that's one of the businesses that's struggling to employ people and they're having to pay people just to come interview. Same with Sonic and other restaurants that are good restaurants. High, you know, good high-end restaurants can't get people to work there. Well, you, there you and go. You talking about restaurants? You talking about restaurants and some, people that should those be? Those are the businesses that are struggling that every person can work at and every Joe can go get a job at. Not every Joe can go drive a semi. You know, not every Joe can that, do those some of those jobs. Jobs that people should be shouldn't be depending on for their livelihood. That should be uh, exactly. working. I agree. Part-time I agree with job. you there. I'm not. I'm not a proponent of unemployment by any standard at, at any time. The only argument I'm throwing out is, like, I don't think it's a good idea to ignite a bunch of people that live on unemployment to go to the polls. I think it's a good idea to just, in my opinion, like, it's just my opinion that it's better off to sit, ride the storm for that last three months rather than try and make a stand and make a statement that can only hurt you. But I argue that it doesn't, can't only hurt you because some people are, people are begging for workers. It's not just to make a statement. So you get a few business owners that are probably already going to vote for you in the first place to be happy with you. It's more than that. If it, if people start working and it's you're you're being petty, Bobby. I'm just, I'm just being honest. I'm being that's not being bo- honest. You don't know what's going to happen if people start working and the economy improves. I know Abbott. I know Abbott didn't win by a whole lot when he ran the last time. But you're changing the subject. That, you said it's about no, making just, a statement. And I say it's it not just about a making a statement. No, I say it's more than about making a statement. There's a whole lot. There's a labor shortage. Yeah, and it's who's hey, you're pretending that three months is not a long time. It's this, a long Bobby. time. Sure, sure, sure. Let me ask you this, Bobby. Uh-huh. Uh, and I know you're probably going to come back. Well, I ain't working, and I'm getting a SSI check and all that. And I don't <laughs> really care what you say. But listen, shouldn't the individual person want to get out there and work? Instead of drawing that check, even if it's th- even if it is for three more months, and yeah, why yeah, they absolutely. why they why they working at McDonald's? Shouldn't they be going to trade school and learning the trade to better themselves 
and better their Absolutely. lives so they can be okay. Well, why 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 hold out for three more months? Well, go ahead and go back to work. A man's pride. I tell you this, Bobby. A man's pride. A man that don't want to work is an unproudful man. He don't have no pride in himself. He don't have no pride in his life. He don't want to do anything just worth a darn. He wants to sit around. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been a sorry rascal these past few past few years since I've been had been able to do anything. It's made me where, you know, golly. But look at here. I want to go back to work, and every man and every man out there should want to work and yep. support himself. I, I want to agree with you, Skip. Like I'm not, I'm not advocating that people should sit at home. I'm advocating. But that you are if you're advocating for keeping the unemployment for three more months, bribing them just so that they can uh, not be mad enough to vote against Greg Abbott. All things must come to an end, and in three months it comes to an end. Why? And there's no the honestly, Bobby. Honestly, Bobby. Night three and a half million voters. I'm not even sure that it's going to come to an end in three months. That's the so-called deadline. But stuff was endlessly being extended. Uh, you know, by Obama, the mass mandates—they've got the cases are going down. I don't see them, pers- you know, adding on. You don't know but how a, you don't know what schemes the Democrats are able to do. You're trying to scheme like the Democrats that's scheme. Just, you're just giving a what if, like what but, if? I know, but you're going. giving a what if. You're giving. No, you're, you're being giving the what if. You're being. You're being. I'm res- saying what I know. You're give, You're being and, results based. Are you not being results based rather than principles based? Yes. Okay, I agree with you there. Yeah, that's my point. But I feel like people well, should be working. I've never been a fan of unemployment. Right. I've never been a fan. I, I, I know. I, I believe that, you. I what believe do they do with the money? What do they do with the money? Okay, that's not going back into the you know into the system. They're going to give that to some. That's going somewhere. That money's already been pulled out. It's already spent. It's going to go to California. It's going to go to New York. It's going to go to Illinois. People are going to get that money. But it you're just justifying it just because just because they did wrong doesn't mean we have to continue doing wrong. I don't like California getting money. I, I'm yeah. sick of California stealing benefits from the rest of the country. Right. Like if Texas is getting a few benefits for a few months, at least they're not giving it to California. But that's, that's false benefits. It's, it's ill-gotten gain. <laughs> You're preaching to the choir. I know. I hate it. I've been complaining about unemployment uh, on Sk- Facebook Skip made for a great point for a year. Skip made a great point about uh, how quickly the body becomes lazy. when yeah. uh, when you Even when you get sick. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but just like I employ people for a living, so I know lazy. I see it every day. I know, but you can see it in yourself too, even. Yeah. Anyway, well, interesting. I just don't agree. Uh, I think it's a bad idea to to shut it down. I mean, just in just those states, you know, I think it should be shut down by the government for everybody. Everybody should be like, get back to work. Yeah, I agree. It's not a matter of let's just punish the Republican states for for their but it's really. But you're acting like we're it's only punishing them. You're pretending that it's punishment to end and ill-gotten gain. That's not. It is for some of those people. I mean, I guarantee Mm-mm. some of those people aren't going to get back to work. They're not going to go get a good job. It's, they can. Not a punishment. It's not a. There is a job a shortage. There's a labor shortage, not it's a not job a, shortage. It's, yeah. it's not a punishment because those people that you're saying are being punished, they really don't want to go back to work to begin with. Yeah, they got comfortable. Doesn't got yeah, they don't got I mean, they've, probably, they've been on well, that's probably a, unemployment for years. One at a time, guys. One at a time. That's, that's a personal thing with them. Uh, they're getting yeah. sorry and lazy and getting used to getting that check every week. I got a friend of mine. She's getting her check every week, and she loves it to death. And I know she does. But 
she also works all the part-time hours that they will allow her to work where she can continue to get that check. <laughs> yeah. Now, is that right? Yep. You know, I don't know. Shenanigans. But I, don't have a, I really don't have a problem with that. You know, if you're working and getting it, that's cool. Like I, 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 I know, but she's scamming the system to make, make as much money as she can, free yep. money and made money. That's and a scam. That billion, anyway. trillion, bajillion dollars that's going to pay for it. So, I mean, might as well get it while you can mm. before they give it to somebody that'll never work again that's just going to sit there and keep living off that government seat. <sighs> well, I can say one thing, Bobby. It's better that they should give it to us instead of giving it to Israel. What you think about that? They're getting billions of <laughs> yep, dollars. Yep, yep. They're getting billions 100%. of our dollars every year. Exactly. But they gave 100%. us they gave us six million dollars for those uh, after the USS Liberty. I heard they did. Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this: I got nothing but love for both of you guys. Like I know, I me too. I love the show. Yeah. It's like I'm not me too, to, Bobby. I'm I, ain't, out a I ain't got no problem with you, Bobby. I ain't got no problem with you at all. And uh, I enjoy talking with you, and you too, Hank. And Thank I'm you, gonna Skip. Talk, I'm going to hang up, okay? All right. All right. Talk Take to you all later. All right. Bobby, all right, I appreciate later, it. Um, yeah. Just, uh, I get, but the point is, like, this results-based thing is not a good way to, to think. You know what I mean? Well, let's, let's hope my result-based idea doesn't come true. Yeah. Let's hope, let's I hope mean, so. If we lose, if, if we lose 38 electoral votes to tack on with California and New York's huge tally electoral. It's going to be an uphill battle. If, if, we, if we lose Greg Abbott, I'll celebrate with you. <laughs> because yeah. I think he's as long as we now. don't get as long as we don't get Beto nah, I mean, O'Rourke or some other clown from the D party. I think he's there. I think people can't take him seriously anymore. But yeah. then again, I thought that people couldn't take uh, uh, the most popular president ever seriously either. The 80 million votes yeah. winning president. <laughs> Appreciate wrong, it, Bobby. Man. I'm disappointed oh, right there. One, yeah, good talk to you, man. One more super yeah, chat ahead. for you. One super chat from you for you from uh-huh. my favorite ethnic child on streamlabs.com slash the report. Says, what about teenagers and the elderly? Those jobs appeal to those being paid retirement and don't want to make over a certain amount per year. Entry level jobs are for those who weren't previously employed to gain experience. I don't know if that's exactly for you. Yeah. But did you did you follow that statement? Yeah, yeah. Anything? Any uh, comment to it? No, I mean it makes sense. Like I agree. Yeah, I it sounds right to me. I mean that's that's one hundred percent right. Like I'm not, and like I said a hundred times, I'm not advocating for unemployment. I don't appreciate. it. I don't like it. I hate that that's where my my hard work and dollars go. Why are you but, a Why are you more of a uh, libertarian guy? I'm not a huge police fan. I've had my run-ins in my life. Okay. With, but with arrogance, but police. I've been thrown down for nothing a couple of times, been arrested. Like it's, I mean, I got the charges dropped when they figured out that I wasn't, you know, the person they were looking for. But it's still, it's just annoying. Oh, so I'm they, so you, so you, you fit the description of a suspect. Well, I was in the right place at the wrong time. I guess I would say it. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so. Interesting, man. Whose fault was that? Yeah. The cops' fault or your fault or neither? I guess neither. If you look at it, I mean, I didn't, I hadn't done anything, so I mean, it wasn't like I was. Being they threw you down because they thought you were reason. dangerous. They felt well. It was it was an undercover guy. Well, it wasn't undercover. He was off duty, and uh, I was in the neighborhood, and he, I was trying to get away from him because I didn't know who he was. It wasn't like he was in a car and with a uniform, but yeah. he was yelling and. 
I finally, I got tired of running, so I stopped, and he ran up and tackled me and, like, tried to <laughs> hold me on the ground, and I wasn't having it, so I stood up and slammed him into a wall. Uh-huh. And then the cop, then his cop buddy showed up, and, you know, they arrested me, but I ended up getting it, you know, getting it all taken care of, but not without, you know, hassles, not without having to go through, hire a lawyer. Were you able to everything. file a complaint against the cop for attack, for tackling you like that? No. I could have probably. I didn't think about it. I was young when it happened. I was only about 24 when it happened. And it's been so, a long be- time since I've dealt with them. Are you for same-sex marriage? Hell no. <laughs> what do you mean by no. libertarian then? Just I, I'm just low government. I don't. I like a lot of freedom. I like extra freedom. I like to have. I'd like to have no government almost to a, where okay. all they do is fix roads. Like I don't really. I'm I'm pretty far off from so you, any government. So you want the men of the town to enforce the law? Yeah. All right. Exactly. Lynch yeah. mobs, I'd huh? Go for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not exactly. Yeah. Yes. Not exactly, but I mean something like that. You know, I like I like for you know I like for just have more freedom. I like I like freedom. I'm you know what would be awesome? Freedom. What would be awesome is if we did not have judges who were lawyers or or really yeah. lawyers. It would be nice if we had like people who were sensible people, who were justice actually justice minded, simple people like like Jesse Lee Peterson the is the is the Los Angeles judge, or maybe he's the chief justice. Or something like that. If you if you commit a crime, you get deported. They just kick you out of America yeah. altogether. Like I think that'd be fine with me. I'd be like, let's get them out. If you have a problem with living here, you can't live in a right in a civilized society. You're gonna have to go. Interesting, man. I appreciate it, Bobby. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, thanks, man. All right, appreciate take care. <sighs> Quickly, oh, base America first gave a super chat on streamlabs.com slash the Hague report. Speaking of this. What is this stuff called? The uh, unemployment benefit boost that we were just arguing about that got ended. And I don't know if Texas also ended the other pro- federal unemployment benefit programs in, in light of this uh, so-called pandemic, whatever. But anyway, Base America First gave me a supplemental employment super chat. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> Because this thing was called a supplemental, I don't remember, federal pandemic unemployment compensation. Weekly supplemental. $300 weekly. Wow. Anyway. Quickly, let me get to David, a first-time caller in Norway. He has a question about Israel and Palestine. Haven't heard much about them lately. Since, didn't they agree to some peaceful? Ceasefire, something like that? I don't know. What's up, David? Good to hear from you. Hello, hey. Hey, How thanks. You doing? Fine, thanks for holding, man. Uh, nice hair, by the way. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I've been talking a lot with friends uh, lately about uh, Israel, and it's a very divisive uh, kind of uh, subject. Yeah. But, um... So I kind of noticed that Jesse is a real uh, hardcore uh, supporter of Israel. and uh, Yeah, he supports uh, Israel. So, yeah, but uh, I mean, a lot of Christians uh, seem to believe that there is something very holy about Israel and uh, something biblical about it. Yeah, uh, he, he's not like the ones that think about the Third Temple and all that stuff, because he's not into that stuff. I happen to know, and... Uh, 
I'm not really into that stuff. I don't know anything about that. Believe the whole uh, Zionism thing that when all the Jews are gathered in Israel, then uh, Jesus will come back. Right. Yeah, we don't buy those. I don't think either of us buys those things. The only thing is that I've heard from the Bible when I was a kid and from what I heard from my uh, parents, I guess, was God said, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. I think that's what it was about what he said to the people of Israel. And that makes sense. If you bless anybody, then uh, you will be blessed. If you curse anybody, you will be cursed. So you shouldn't be hating them regardless. That makes sense. Yeah. But then uh, I was uh, reading uh, Revelation the other day, and I'm not a big uh, Bible thumper either. Yeah. Kind of a newbie on the Bible, but uh, there was a quote in 3.9, Revelation. Revelation 3.9? Yeah. Uh, I have my Bible in Norwegian here, so... uh, (laughs) Can uh, you translate it? (laughs) Uh, yeah, look, is that the one about the uh, synagogue scene? And behold, uh, yeah, the, uh, we'll let them come uh, from Satan's synagogue and those that lie and say that they are Jews, but they are not. Yeah. Or, so, uh, There's a lot of those. Yeah, a, yeah we, don't, really we do not support... Black, uh, Hebrew Israelites and... Uh, <laughs> it made you think of the Hebrew Israelites who say they're Jews, but not? Yeah, no, I'm not thinking uh, that's something to be taken seriously. But, uh, right. No, um, I yeah, think I think they're I think talking about... Be... Go ahead. What are you... Yeah, I'm thinking you might uh, want to consider taking that seriously about uh, the Jews nowadays, that uh, they might not be the same Jews that were living there 2,000 years ago. Oh, right. Yeah, nobody, I think nobody knows, really, who the, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I think. Yeah, DNA testing and stuff, but. But that's uh, kind of, I, don't know how. I mean, the point, the point about the people who say they are Jews and are not, I think that's basically people who don't accept Christ. There's a whole uh, lot of people who claim to be Christians and they are not. They're not real. There's a whole lot of people who are, are snakes who are subverting Israel, yeah, just as there are snakes subverting even, America. But even back in those days, they would know that there were other no. people than... In those days, they didn't... The Jews and the, in those days, that was, I think, what it was referring to. Because it's, of, it's about the heart now. The heart is evil. Yeah, but they, they knew about the Egyptians and the other kind of people who worshipped... Uh, Different kind of a pagan god, and uh, so I think there's something, something deeper about it. What what can be what can possibly be deeper than the heart? I, I'm not sure if I understood your. Because uh, because uh, we're talking about something deeper than just bl- by blood. Who cares about the blood? Uh, of people, whether they're whether they're the true descendants of Israel or not, the the heart. If the heart is evil and doesn't accept God, the real God, and His th- real Son, then uh, then uh, you you're, you're not true. John, uh, meant uh, 
when he called them uh, that they they will call themselves Jews, but they are not. They are lying. Right. That they were. Anybody who calls himself a Christian but is not is lying. Back then, the yeah, it was those were Jews, true Jews. The true Jews are the ones who are who are following Christ. I never thought about it uh, that way. So. Yeah. Yeah. Nice uh, perspective. Interesting, man. Yeah, in uh, uh, just uh, starting to listen to Jesse and doing the silent prayer and all that. And uh, the thing sometimes it sounds like Jesse is uh, not hating the Arabs or the Palestinians, but uh, it seems like uh, you're supposed to love all people, right? Yes. Not, uh, take sides like that. Love doesn't mean you don't take sides. I mean, you can't take sides, but... Uh, yeah. I, I kind of feel like the Palestinians were given a real bad deal. Yeah, then maybe so. Uh, with the whole uh, end of the... In the 50s and the whole establishing of Israel and also... Maybe so. You might be yeah, right about I feel, that. Uh, kind of feel for them. <laughs> don't feel for them. Don't, you don't want to feel for anybody. If, if it was unjust what happened to them, they have to, what's, what you, is best for, for all of us, because this is what's happening to whites right now. You know what, this injustice, I don't know if, are you yeah, white? We also, yeah, yeah I'm white. Uh, and so you, do you see the injustice in against there, whites right now? White. The best thing yeah, for course, us. Uh, you see, we are also soon <clears throat> about to be displaced. Right, yeah. If we don't... Uh, really start to wake up soon, so... Jesse's message? Yeah, I'm kind of seeing that uh, situation in the perspective of the Palestinians. That, uh, right. You don't, wanna, you don't want to sympathize with the Palestinians. You want the Palestinians to wake up out of their victimhood, just as you don't want whites to fall into that victimhood, because we, that's not going to be good for us. Because look at how much the Palestinians are suffering right now. They're bearing the brunt of all of the... Um, they're supposedly attacking Israel, but they're getting more people killed because Israel is hitting back, and yeah, they're dying like crazy. Uh, they're run know, by Hamas, which is a um, a very victim-minded group, and the Palestinians' representatives who come here, some of the worst people, Rashida Tlaib, totally victim-minded, uh, feeling sorry for the blacks, feeling sorry for uh, yeah. just... Pure and, uh, evil. Most, you don't want to get uh, sucked Arabs, into that. Uh, you don't have that. Uh, but uh, then again, then not all Palestinians are supporting uh, Hamas. I guess it's mostly in Gaza and uh, West Right. I bet you. I bet that's true. Arafat and uh, yeah. And uh, then again, the Israelis they uh, heard peace that they at some point uh, supported Hamas to kind of. Uh, uh, create division and uh, oh really? And, uh, that yeah, is so to, subversive. To, I wouldn't put it past to kind man. of uh, destroy uh, Arafat's uh, yeah. party of the PLU. I think. Okay, I had not heard that, but that is so evil and cunning. I would not be surprised to hear that. He, he said that Israel is supporting Hamas yeah, to subvert Hamas war, to, sub to subvert the Palestinians. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but that's what everybody does, you know, divide and conquer. Right. 
What a shame. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, They're crafty like uh, that. <laughs> that off my chest. And, yeah. Uh, no, great point. Uh, were you that, raised? Uh, a, were you raised a Christian, David? Yeah, my mother was a Christian. My father, not so much. So, kind of uh, a little bit, I guess. Yeah. And then, yeah, or, did, did you become atheist at any point? Uh, no, but maybe agnostic. Uh, okay, at yeah. Some point, uh, I could see that. If your mother was <laughs> was all Christian and your father was not into it, it seems like the normal trajectory. How old are you, if you don't mind my asking? Yeah. Uh, 30. Okay. It's great to hear from you. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, even if, let's say that that's evil... Like, let's say, like, both sides are evil in this Israel-Palestine thing. You don't hate either one. And you don't feel sorry for either one. You just stand on what's right. And and really, like, it's not even really that much our concern. Don't identify with the Palestinians. You don't even want to really identify uh, with the white thing. You want to... These people in my family, it's it's a big... uh, Topic that comes up uh, quite a lot by her sister who studied uh, peace and uh, stuff in the Middle East. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> it often comes up around the dinner table. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'm starting to learn to, you know, love all people. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I don't think that uh, one is better than the other, but uh, you kind of see it for what it is. And uh, Yeah. It is uh, quite unfair to the Palestinians, I think. If somebody would put uh, another people in my land, uh, right. of course I would be pissed off. I don't know the whole story. I mean, there may, there may be some truth to that, but I know that they're smearing America in that way, claiming that, oh, we replaced the American Indians. We've genocided them. And that's, not the, that's an oversimplification yeah, and a lie. You gave them some... Res- yeah, we were nice to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of uh, nicer did. getting uh, invaded by uh, white Christians than to be invaded by uh, Mongols or uh, you, other people. And you know what? This is the way of the world. Uh, peoples get taken over and displaced all the time, and it is happening to yeah. America. It's happening to a bunch of European, white European countries, and... It's, they're doing it in a soft, fake love way. Oh, we need diversity. Stop being racist. It's evil. And, but it's, um, it is the way of the world. Things always are doing... People are always doing this. Let's just stand up and be men about it. Yeah. 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 Uh, and and no. not cry about the past. Get over the past. Because what's done is done. The only thing we can do is right now. Yeah, of course. Just, and then uh, the other thing is, uh, the Bible yeah, says the Bible warns against getting all into these genealogies and who's descended from whom and all that stuff. It's impossible to know, and the people who are into that stuff are lost. The, the Hebrew Israelites, as well as the people who are like, "Oh no, we are the real Jews." <laughs> so, don't get sucked into that argument. It's a, it's a shallow, yeah, but, uh, it's a would, shallow uh, thing. Rather think about uh, the actual uh, Jews nowadays. How are they able to even know that uh, <laughs> they were? Uh, Never mind that. If they're into that, that's their problem. Never mind it. It's not our concern. Uh, it's kind <laughs> of the whole justification for the the state of Israel. 
I don't know. Who cares? It's that was founded like before you and I were born. And it, yeah, and, and the course, what, the uh, justification it, it is, is gone. Quite, uh, it's over and done with. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then again, it it is such a um, big topic that it uh, it kind of uh, shapes the whole uh, foreign policy of the United States. It kind of is, is uh, but the, but if you if you look closely, the true facts are never going to be found. And the true facts don't even matter because people are fighting because they're evil and they're uh, hating each other and all that stuff. You'll notice when you get into debates with anybody, especially if they're wrong, they don't care about the truth. (laughs) You know what I mean? So the truth doesn't matter to to evil people. So few people uh, care about the truth and that's kind of... Well, I want to get at that. Uh, you do want to care about the truth, but, the, but that's, or that's so far in the past, it doesn't even matter anymore. It's so over. Oh, the 50s, uh, it's not that far. But the point is, it's done. It's, what's done is done. Israel exists, and now we have to yeah, deal with it. of course. <laughs> anyway, man. Yeah, I think the whole thing was a bad idea from, from the beginning. Maybe it may, it may have been. I heard that it was founded by, like, the United Nations or, or League of Nations or something. And do yeah. you trust those people to, be, to do things right? I don't. But reality no, is not. what's done is done. You're not going to get them to, to uh, say, oh, okay, we were wrong. Let's go scattered among the nations no, again. No. <laughs> no, no, of course not. But, uh, but not when they... <laughs> it is uh, that unfair, I think that there uh, is a plan that is uh, meant to fail. But uh, time will tell. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. There will always be evil in the world until, uh, until the end. Yeah, yeah. No, well, then, uh, yeah, I should also talk to Jesse about it someday. Yeah. Trying to kick his brain about it. Sure. Uh, it was kind of a, uh, been, uh, how do you say in English? Uh, 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 that, uh, that great uh, English uh, right now, but. Uh, <laughs> how do you say it in Norwegian? Uh, uh, opiate. Um, opiate? Uh, uh, op, uh, uh, yeah, kind of giving up on the Zionist uh, Christians. I think the whole uh, thing is uh, kind of uh, hopeless. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, 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 okay, but nice to speak to you anyway. Yeah, you too, David. Appreciate you, man. And his name is David. Okay, you too. <laughs> All right, take care, man. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right. Very interesting. I have... Craig in Illinois coming up next, and Zach in Columbus, Ohio. He says, you're misusing the word simp. (laughs) A friend called me simp, and I accused them of misusing the word simp. Uh, And Craig wants to respond to Earl whining about the Capitol riot. And I have some clips to share with you guys and lots of other stuff. But first, it is 10.06 a.m. here in Los Angeles. And I have another Starflyer 59 song, also from the album, Leave Here a Stranger, 2001. This song is called This I Don't Need. Enjoy, and I'll be right back in two or three minutes. Hang tight. Good friends leave. 
Low T song says, Man, Godson. Whoa. I remember this band, says Richard Corral. Did you know they're still in existence to this day? Washboard jamming says, Watchman, watchman shoe. Watchman for you. To this day. Yes, that was Starflyer 59 from the album Leave Here a Stranger, 2001. This I don't need. I like that song. It's a catchy song. Uh, it, the guitars actually remind me of, I can't remember the band's name. But anyway, it was like a late, late 90s group. So, guys. Oh, Matt Living the Dream says, no, SSI is not SSDI, Social Security. Social Security Disability Insurance is what you get. What you paid in. Maybe he got disability different from Social Security income. I don't know. Uh, So, guys, before I get back to calls, my second favorite caller also wants to battle with Craig, maybe. I don't know. What a mess. I have to share this with you. I covered it a little bit in Hake News about these Texas ranchers. Living in fear as encounters with illegal aliens increase. I have a picture of one such Texas rancher named Cole Hill. Isn't that the name of a Texas rancher if you ever heard one? He lives in, I guess, Kinney County, Texas. Kinney. K-I-N-N-E-Y. I think they have like a 16 mile b- miles of their border shares the border with Mexico. This is Cole Kinney. I mean, uh, Cole Hill. And I told you about the first encounter. His dog barked in, when I was reading Hague News at the end of hour two of the Jesse Lee Peterson show today. On January 20th, the, his first encounter with illegals uh, of the year, his dog alerted him to a man on the front porch dressed head to toe in camo on his front porch. And he lives out in the boonies, way back in the middle of nowhere. He said he could have a full-blown Gunfight on the front porch, nobody would know about it. That's how far he is away from his own neighbors. He never had one that close to the house, one illegal. He stopped him, told him to get backtrack and get away. He called the border patrol. No word on whether they caught the intruder. (laughs) Chris says, and he, I disavow. (laughs) I keep on uh, making the mistake of reading uh, MGTOW Misfits comments. And, well, Chris, Chris is... First-time offender. (laughs) Uh, Reminiscent of Savage Travis. I keep getting told this isn't a new problem that we're dealing with, but for this ranch, it's certainly a new problem. Here's his second encounter. Three weeks later, after the June 20th encounter with a guy head-to-toe in camo, illegal, presumably, Hill and his oldest son were working out on the ranch. His wife called frantically, saying that a group of illegals had surrounded their house. This man's house. He's a father, married father of three. Young children, too. I think like nine, seven, five, something like that. So his nine-year-old son, maybe. Maybe 11. I don't remember. I got this from the Epic Times, by the way. Texas ranchers live in fear as encounters with illegal aliens increase. The name of the article. They're looking into windows. They're looking. At, they're at the back door. They're at the front door. They're banging on the walls. Everything. That's what the wife, his wife said. This is... We're looking at a uh, photograph of, I think this is, like, what do they call it? Game camera? Game camera. Illegal immigrants captured on a game camera. It's kind of like security camera, but to, to see the game. 
Game meaning wild animals, right? Something like that. That you hunt? Oh, yeah, that's a game. Both of them are, I think, actually. Yeah, this is a night vision game camera. But illegal is traversing his land, his ranch in Kinney County, Texas, courtesy of Cole Hill. And he's not the only one. He's just one guy that they interviewed. He raced home, found one man on the porch. The rest had hidden as his truck approached. I made it pretty quickly to the individual on our front porch. I got him off the porch, and I promptly escorted him out of the yard. And look at this man again. Just show, show Cole Hill one more time. This man escorted the illegal off the yard. He looks like he's such a nice, friendly guy. Eventually cleared the rest of the group out of his garage and sent them away. Again, he called Border Patrol, but it took agents more than an hour to get there. 911 is a joke in your town, said the old rap song about New York City, but this is the boonies. I live about 12 miles away from the border checkpoint on a good day, and it's a, not a border checkpoint, it's a border patrol checkpoint, because he may be not even close to the border, honestly. Because a lot of times these guys go through people's land 70 miles away. On a good day, they can be at my house in about 15 minutes. I hate to think what five men could do if they wanted to harm my family, and they could get into my house as quick as they possibly could have. Another time, after that happened, we didn't want our kids playing outside in the yard anymore, Hill said. On your own property, in America, you live in fear of illegals because Obama and Biden and the anti-Trumpers don't want a wall and don't want border security, right? Oh, we feel sorry for them. They're not illegals. They're refugees. Refugees welcome. Hills kept the kids mostly in the house for a few weeks, but then he let them run loose as he tackled some yard work one Saturday. I didn't get halfway done mowing my front yard, and the kids are all playing in the backyard, and sure enough, here come five more dudes slipping out of the brush, and they're hitting a jog on the way to my house. Come straight to my house. What in the world? I shut... Oh, they're desperate. I shut the mower down. I holler at the kids to get inside. I start yelling at these guys to stay back. I run inside side and grab a firearm. And as soon as I'm back out, they stop, they change their course, and they took off. <laughs> I'm laughing, but this is evil. He called, called Border Patrol again more than an hour before they responded. And it's not that Border Patrol doesn't really care, although some of them probably don't care. You know, we, we hire a bunch of, like, <laughs> Spanish speakers <laughs> for the Border Patrol. I'm laughing, but it's so wrong. Because, you know, they have to speak Spanish with the mostly Spanish-speaking illegals. But they're not... They commonly are sympathetic to these people. Yesterday morning was the fifth group I've had at my house since January 20th. He said May 22nd at a local meeting. 3.30 in the morning, this, this one. Del Rio S- Sector Chief Patrol Agent Austin L. Scarrow II said Border Patrol is stretched thin. Overwhelm the system, right? Communism. Just evil. Due to this 433% increase in apprehensions over the last fiscal year to date, agents are more frequently occupied with transport processing and detention duties. This has absolutely impacted our ability to respond quickly to illegal activity on private property. We're doing the best we can and we'll respond to every call prioritizing emergency situations. Good thing he's a man on the, on the place. Why would you not be wearing a sidearm, says Doom Jesus. Yeah, by now. Seriously. 
Border Patrol equals fat Mexican women, says Ash Will Fly. Ah, uh, yeah, oftentimes, remember, th- I don't know who it was helping those people crossing the Rio Grande? Helping them out? Oh, yeah, come on in. You're doing it legally because you're presenting yourself. <laughs> uh, Mike Gibson says, Hey, you need to show the footage of the gunfire at George Floyd Memorial yesterday if you haven't already. Yeah, I saw that on, on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Big Bump sent, sent it to me too. I don't have it for you right now, but you know, I'm gonna, I'm, I, may play, I may replay the footage, but it's, you all know about it probably. It's ridiculous. That's why I have my first gun now, says Double Action. With a Trovo colorful chat. Thank you, man. Asmodor gave a co- uh, Trovo super cap and said, I heard that Earl, the little girl, has a gorilla face and is often compared to a baboon. <laughs> and that's a reference to Earl calling, it, calling Keith from Illinois. He called Keith from Illinois. Right, Keith? He called Keith from Illinois gorilla face and baboon and stuff. Tch. Earl. I'm going to get to you. But, uh, anyway. Terrible. Evil stuff going on. Let me quickly just play this clip. I want to play the, um, clip 11. It's three minutes long, but I have to share with you this anti-white disgrace, anti-American disgrace that is from our very own State Department. This is shared by the state, the U.S. Department of State YouTube channel. Imaginary racism, right? I even interviewed a black rhino who is sort of a libertarian guy. Who, you know, thinks that there's such a thing as police brutality. And he admits that this Georgia, Florida situation. Remember George Floyd? Georgia, Florida with the knee on the neck? A year ago yesterday, he admits there's no evidence that it was at all racist because he believes that racism exists. But yet, the evil State Department is pushing this. I got this from Real Clear Politics. Blinken, Secretary Antony Blinken, Antony, I think, on the anniversary of Georgia, Florida's death, we have to face the realities of racism and hatred here at home. Oh my gosh, it is shameful. Maybe I'll show you guys pictures of these people afterwards. But listen to this shameful propaganda put out by our own anti-American American government. What a disgrace. Listen to this. Yeah, clip 11. May 25th, the murder of George Floyd, 2020, Minneapolis. They have Rome, Italy. When I look back at 2020, I think of one of the most challenging years the United States has ever had to deal with. Jelena Porter, principal deputy spokesman. We had to deal with enduring pain of race-based violence as well as ongoing discrimination. And in the midst of the storm, we decided to collectively rise, advocating for universal human rights, racial equality, and sustainable peace for a better tomorrow. She said sustainable peace. The global racial justice protests in 2020 made me realize that the fight for racial justice is unified across borders, languages, and cultures. Black student. As one people, we have a responsibility to address racial injustice and not stay silent when it doesn't directly impact or is too close to our lives. We have a powerful voice. Let's use it for lives. Incorporated. 
new generation that has a little kid in Brazil and Barcelona, Spain. These riots and false smears on whites. London, UK. The global racial justice protests made me question my critical thinking and made me realize that the power of people <laughs> uniting will always outweigh every act of aggression. She's from the embassy violence. in Croatia? The global racial justice protests in 2020 made me realize how far we have come in this country to realize the vision of our founding documents that all men are created equal. What we do in protests may not embrace it, but it will in the art of history. We need to focus on what the challenges are, what the solutions are, and get after it. We should all be treated fairly and equally, despite our gender, race, age, or anything else. I'm determined to harness that global solidarity to advance racial justice everywhere and leave our children with a less hateful, more hopeful world. For the United States to be a credible force for human rights around the world, we have to face the realities of racism and hatred here this at home. So phony. We can't sweep our shortcomings under the rug or pretend they don't exist. We need to face okay. them openly and honestly, even if that's ugly, even if that's painful. You're ugly. That's how we live up to our values and how we're able to effectively stand up for them worldwide. Today and always, <laughs> let's commit to accountability, healing, and doing the concrete work of advancing equity and justice for all. What a sicko, huh? Disgraceful. I put in, a, I put in the side of the folder. <laughs> Joker mode activated, says White Chris. Uh, I put racist state folder in the in the uh, folder with a whole bunch of screenshots of these different people just because it was hard to know who was talking Jelena Porter a black female principal deputy spokesman female spokesman talking about 2020 was one of the most challenging years pretending that it's because of this fake racism thing Caitlin Turner was a US Fulbright scholar student who was a black female uh Basically a kid, almost. Looks like a kid. Leonard Hoppy is a, from the Come Alive Network, saying we have a powerful voice. Let's use our voices together. Maja Grusik was a white-looking woman at the U.S. Embassy in Croatia, saying, oh, it made me examine my critical thinking skills. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you had any critical thinking skills, so-called, you would be able to see through this nonsense. The guy who needed some coffee, Brian McKeon, Deputy Secretary of State for Management and Resources. He said, the global racial justice protests in 2020 made me realize how far we have to come and have come. Oh, have to come in this country. Oh, there's Leonard Hopi. Hoppy? This Brian McKeon is an old white guy just humiliating himself. You could barely spit out the words, and it's so contrived, so phony. Gay McDougall is a female professor, <clears throat> candidate for the United Nations Committee on the Elimination of Racial Discrimination. She is, talk about the fox guarding the hen house. A light-skinned old black lady, and I use the term lady very loosely. And here's another beauty. 
to quote Trump, not Gina Abercrombie-Winstanley, ambassador for the State Department, chief diversity and inclusion officer. What a horrific scene, am I right? Kaja Pavlinik, Sustainable Development Forum, Green Window, whatever that means. Little girl shouting. We should all be treated fairly equally despite our gender, age, race, or anything else. (laughs) And then another hyphenated last name, black woman, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, U.S. Permanent Representative to the United Nations. I'm determined to harness the global solidarity to advance racial justice everywhere. And then Antony Blinken, of course, the Obama clone himself, scumbag, the Secretary of State, and he allowed Black Lives Matter uh, banners at our U.S. embassies around the world. Reminds me of when they flew the gay pride flags around the world. Sick. Anyway, that's that. Had to share that with you. And then, like, the Republicans are not really fighting back very hard. They're doing, like, lip service to ban critical race theory, right? Ooh, let's ban critical race theory as a requirement in the public schools. DeSantis said, Florida students will learn historical fact, not non-empirical ideology. And he's right about that, but that's not fighting very hard. Anyway. Let me get to, before I get to Craig in Illinois, I first want to get to Zach in Columbus, Ohio. He says I'm misusing the word simp. (laughs) What's up, Zach? How are you doing? What's up, Hake? How are you doing? Doing fine, thank you. Um, First, I want to say, what is the definition of simp to you? A simp is a kiss-up to women. But I sometimes say, call people simps for blacks. <laughs> uh. um, well, a simp, because i got to go in a second, because i got to go do something. Okay, go but for it. A simp is somebody, like when you like a girl, okay? Yeah. And you really, really like a girl, and then instead of going to hang out with the boys, you go to hang out with the girls. So then your boys would call you a simp. Yep. Because... You're going to hang out with your girlfriend instead of going to hang out with the boys. What's right? Yeah, because he's whipped. Yep. <laughs> but you call, like, Joe Biden a simp. <laughs> I call him a simp because he is a girl at heart. He is. He yes. is. Yeah. <laughs> but that, oh, and before I go, but did that's you hear not the, about this? Anyway, yeah, go for it. Did you hear about this Army recruiting video? Yeah, the what the cartoon one with the girl who was raised by two lesbians, and then afterwards, yeah. like they got so-called married, the lesbian mothers, so-called mothers, yep. and then later she she wanted to be she wanted to be something too. She went she went to school with some powerful women, and then she joined the military. Oh my gosh, yeah, I saw that. It, that was a disgrace. It's a disgrace. Yeah, it is. I may Earl show the that girl made it. Earl the girl made it. <laughs> Earl the black girl. Man. Black woman. Ouch. Ouch. Earl, this is my message to Earl real quick, and then I'll get off for real, because I have to go. Okay. But Earl, 
Why do you keep coming for everybody? You're a woman. You're a black woman. All you do is say stuff that doesn't make any sense. You try to come after Keith. You're trying to come after Craig now. Sit down at the house and stop calling the show. No, keep calling the show because you're entertaining. But just stop complaining about everything. You're a woman. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you made the Army video and you were with the Joe Biden administration, Earl the girl, the black woman, not just the girl, <laughs> a black woman. All right, hey. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate you, man. Yep. Take care. I would put uh, Earl on with uh, Zach, but I know that Zach had to go. And actually, uh, I just lost Craig. Craig in Illinois. You just dropped off. Aw. Craig, if you want to call back, you can. Let me get to my second favorite caller since I promised. Earl in Michigan, how are you doing? Hola, bonus dias. Hey. So, James. Hey. Yep. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Yeah, I'm disappointed in that little punk butt Zach <laughs> that finally, I guess he gets, don't get enough attention with his own peers. He's, uh, he's so thrilled that a few grown-ups would listen to him. So he, he calls this station just to get some attention. And they act like a, it's a after-school assignment from a school project or something. The way he want to come in and comment and so forth. Calling somebody a girl, that little boy probably having, probably scared of women. Not women, but little girls have no experience with anybody. <laughs> but yet he wants to join in and insult uh, somebody. Because that's how little kids, stupid people do when they don't have nothing to say. Why do you call it? Why do you call in all the time, Zach? <laughs> you just a seventeen-year-old nitwit. Sixteen. Try sixteen, trying to grow up. He's he's. And you gonna he's talk mo- about somebody? He's not a nitwit. He's smart. I called him a nitwit. All right. Well, if he can call me names, right? You don't correct him. So why are you always correcting me? I would have corrected him, maybe. I might have. I might have. I let you talk quite a in bit. In defense of all the callers. I didn't defend him when you when you said, oh, he probably doesn't know how to deal with girls, even though he probably I'm does. I'm not talking about any... You didn't <laughs> uh, correct him at all. I know, because he Whatever had, he he had a short time. Me, I didn't want to take you, a lot of time. You always make excuses. You never correct anybody. You sound like a whiny little, little girl I'm saying, telling you, you don't I'm treat tell, me I'm, the way you treat your other callers. I'm what just, a whip. I'm just... I'm telling you, Siffy, how 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 uh, biased you are. Whatever. You focus on what I, I might respond to somebody talking about, but, but you don't say nothing about the ones that want to disparage me. Craig, so I mean, Earl. Heck up. Whatever. I did correct the guy who who called you fat. I kept One on saying, I don't time. know if that's fat. I don't know if Earl's fat. So I asked you if he you're called fat. Me you called me about 30 different names, and you're just bragging about how you correct them all because you said fat. <laughs> because that's Bravo. the one that matters. <laughs> you little, talking about a little girl, you. You're you, never happy. Remind me of my wife if I had you, one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I'm just pointing out the uh, <laughs> how biased so forth. I know, but, but I'm biased you, towards truth. Or uh, Zach tends to tell up. the truth. You all know the truth. You got a distorted uh, <laughs> impression on what the truth. Uh, you think of, when you say something, it's the truth. What makes what you say the truth? You can't explain it. I know because you're you're too the, dense. You're thick headed. You're hard headed. Okay, uh, I got a you, super chat for you. You are hard headed. I'm hard headed for the truth. Huh? Shut up. Thank you. Oh, uh, you said you got a question from me. Go ahead. Yeah, a super Stop chat. The it's, it's, it's not a question. It's a super chat for you. Brandon M gave a Trovo colorful chat on stream on Trovo.live slash the Hague Report and said a broke clock is right twice a day, and Earl hit a home run on Zach. Earl Blood Sports. Yeah, so he agrees with you about Zach. He thinks that Zach has no business telling anybody to stop calling in. <laughs> Brandon M. is a huge fan of Zach. Right um, on, uh, Brandon M. Nice. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't respond, I don't respond <laughs> to people calling. I don't just outright call folks, man. Unless they insult me first. Okay. Uh, but uh, if you love those, if you only love those who love you, how are you different from the world? Why don't you say to the ones that insult me? You never bring that up with them, do you? No, but that's irrelevant. No. We're talking about that's you. That's your answer. This is your no, soul. That, that, that's your, your partial righteous uh, <laughs> trying to justify me responding to somebody than the ones who do. You just let them go scot-free. Scott, would, would you like to talk briefly with Zach in Columbus, Ohio? I normally don't let yeah, people bring, call back. Okay, bring, bring the little kid back out. <laughs> I have, first, I have to ask Zach. Zach, is he lying when he says that, that you're scared of girls? Yes, he's lying. All right. Why would I be scared of women with no power? Um... I have more power and hold more authority than them. Where did you get that from, Zach? (laughs) uh, Jesse Lee Peterson? You just learned about women when you just heard from Jesse Lee Peterson. (laughs) I got it from the truth, Earl. What truth? There you you go. Talking about stuff you you know know nothing about. about. You know nothing about. You just want to try to imitate Jesse, say what you think he might say, and feel like... You're really talking about something. You're just assuming. Uh, anything else, Zach? What do you want to say to him? Um, yeah, he, he said that I'm calling for attention. Earl, I'm calling the show because it's informational, and I would like to spread information to the show that they may not know about. I'm like, the, what other Gen Z people call that are like 16 years old, Earl? I'm spreading the information of the youth to the show yep. so they can know what the... Um, world is going to be like once I become an adult in and, the real world and these transgenders are um, in the world. <laughs> and it's much appreciated, Zach. I, I like your calls. Let me answer that, Zach. He has some good tips. Did you, right, Earl. Did you know about Adrian's yes, kickback? You're spreading, you're spreading <laughs> planet information. <laughs> when it comes to blacks, then you figure anything negative that you can spread and say is pertinent. But you don't talk don't, about the Ill, Ill behavior of white folks. You make a point of just focusing on, on any behavior that you, just, you deem inappropriate 
with black folks. Did you know that Zach is Earl, black, Earl? Why do you only focus <laughs> yeah, Earl, did on you know black, black folks? Did you know I'm black? I don't ask you what, care what you say. You <laughs> did you know, you're mixed. Did you know? Yes, I, I right. heard you say you're mixed. Because uh, uh, James brought that, that issue up <laughs> a little while ago. Uh. Uh, and now you're claiming you're black. But before then, you, you were saying you're mostly white. I remember you saying when you've asked you, yeah, did you identify with white? Now, Are, did you, you say that you're mostly white, Zach? When you yeah, think I'm, it I'm, you. according to the thing, I'm like 60% white. Okay. So now, uh, Earl, when it suits Earl, him, Earl, Earl, he's going to claim being black. <laughs> Calm down, Earl. <laughs> no, I'm just Why saying, are you calling uh, me? If I'm talking loud, that's just blood. because you can't hear me. Okay, Zach has a question for you, and then I got to hang up because I got to get to Craig in Illinois. I'll, I'll let Why? Craig I talk, talk to you. Earl. To Craig. All right, I will let you, Earl. Special treatment for my second favorite caller. First, okay, what's I the question, say, Zach? Why are you calling people gorilla face monkey? Earl, you're a nice guy. You're nice. <laughs> but why are you calling people gorilla face monkeys? I wouldn't have a problem with you if you didn't put down white people and what was right. Did you listen? You're did you a listen to Keith's? Hey, hey, Zach. <laughs> did you listen to Keith when unprompted? He just went off on a tirade and calling me all kind of names. Right. Did you comment on right. what he said? But he's and talking to you. You and your sidekick you, Maze. I'm asking you. Him a thug. You and your sidekick. Yeah, Maze called him a thug or a gangster or something. Gangbanger. Who started calling a folks' names first? Did he attack me or not? He attacked you. Yeah. Because you attacked he America. Attacked me from the, and yeah, what you the attacked first what was right, he Earl. Made a you point. attacked whites and what was right. He, he made a point of attacking me. That's the point. That's why I hit back at him. All right. Uh... All right, you're right. I'm talking to you, no, gorilla face monkey. I don't attack white folks. <laughs> I just explain. Thank some you, of Zach. The Appreciate it. Do. Take care, man. Yep. Nice talking to you, Ake. All right. Earl. Just uh, talking to you, Zach. Grow up. <laughs> All right. Let me bring Craig from Illinois in because we got to get we got to get through this. Uh, Craig in Illinois, thanks for calling, man. What'd you want to say? Hey, what's going on, Hake? Not much. How you doing? Earl's How you on doing, the line Mr. too. Earl? How you doing, Mister Craig? Hey, man, I wanted to talk to you about something. You uh, called oh, yeah, like, Friday, and you was uh, concerned about the Capitol building, which was what five months ago that incident happened. Now I want to know. To you, did you actually analyze and watch the video real good? Yes, I watched okay, the video. What did you see that I did not see? videos. Have you seen all the videos that they showed on on the Capitol situation? I or did, did you just and see those weren't. Those weren't. I'm sorry. Those weren't Trump supporters because us Trump supporters don't behave like most of you radical blacks do. That's uh, right. What makes it, who supporters were they? Pardon? They came to stop the steal. There was a under, BLM under Trump direction. There was a Who BLM agitator for? grifter there for sure. We know that. So you can name one person, and you got thousands of whites, and you want to. There were not thousands of. There were not thousands of offenders, Earl. There was four hundred so far charged. It's not thousands. You know, that's, all they can, that's all they can. 
uh, find the charge. They I know. know that it's, a involved. it's a witch hunt. Earl, Earl, look, oh. Earl, you cannot check. Earl got disconnected. Video and, uh, he <laughs> His got phone died. Phone. Yeah. But, I mean, hey, you cannot look at that video and see for yourself that the police was behind on that. And they right. were giving orders to back off. And then that black officer that was there. Look, if I was to go to the Capitol building, I don't know where to go. Right. So it was like he was directed them to where to go. It's true. Yep. I mean, he, I heard that he was. I heard that some of these cops were directing them like away, like to yeah. go into the building away from where the vice president was or something like that. Right. So I guess that's smart. But they're going into the building and they weren't supposed to. Now they're getting charged for it and they're getting right, waved exactly. along. Give me a break. Right. And then that woman getting shot, man, which that was uncalled for. Yeah. He, that guy strictly, he he shot that woman in the neck. Right. And you mean tell me Earl can't see that? Yeah. It's I mean, a, come on, think about it. That, that This was all the setup. That's how evil yeah. and radical these Democrats are. When things don't go their way, they'll do anything to cheat or try to do something to hurt somebody so they can win. Yeah. It's a, it's a disgrace. Yeah. But it's to Is be expected, honestly, man. Yeah. Expect them to be evil. Yeah, man, I'm, I just couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't believe that this was allowed. Yeah. Look, we all taxpayers... And we can't go in that building because we pay our taxes. Our taxes pay for Washington and every other world where we pay taxes. But yeah. for what they did and tried to spirit this man's word around the President Trump, that that he, he incited violence, that's no, no, yep. no. So where, where'd he go? He run to? Uh, he no, he, he, uh, he disconnected somehow. I don't, I don't think it was on purpose. Oh, uh, okay. I yeah. thought he ran. <laughs> I don't want him to run now. <laughs> no, I, we'll... We'll call him innocent unless proven guilty. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah, you, Craig. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, You're no right. problem, man. I'm glad um, we had a good debate where we're no, uh, you know, bad words exchanged between each other, you know? Yeah. Because I was ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from the hood, too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> All right. Take care, Craig. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Oh, Earl just got back in. Earl, I'll let you get the last word. I'll give you 30 seconds. No, Go for it. I didn't hear what he said. Uh, he was talking. The, yeah, he said that you were uh, not being fair about the Capitol protest. You can go back and listen to it, and maybe call back tomorrow if you can. Uh, yeah, I'd like to address. Uh, if he want to address me again, uh, call back and <laughs> say what he had to say, and I I can address him mano a mano. All right, whatever, Earl. Thank you, man. All right, adios, amigos. Adios. That means goodbye in uh, Spanish. Hydro asks, oh, <laughs> I should have asked him. Hydro gave a super chat on streamlabs.com slash the hate report and said, does Earl have a what about the whites tattooed on his back? Yeah, might as well, huh? Asvador says, Earl is just letting the, is just being the cot, the pot calling the kettle bl- a gorilla face. <laughs> he calls in more than Zach because his peers don't like him. Whoa. Does Earl clamp his... Uh, private area before calling, or is it a permanent thing, asks Double Action. Whoa. <laughs> oh, MGTOW Misfit in the YouTube chat says, Yeah, I call up with facts. They say I'm angry. Hang up on me. People call up with this mess and name-calling and telling Hake to shut the H up. They talk forever. Incredible. <laughs> MGTOW Misfit is, is complaining about a double standard with my calls. Sounds like Earl complaining about a double standard. Anyway, before I get back to the calls, guys, I gotta 
a super chat from a Baba Gotu guy who, you know, I was criticizing these Republicans for not fighting uh, to win regarding this fake racism thing. You know, I say, oh, they're just doing lip service against critical race theory in the schools. He, uh, he asks, does Ron DeSantis, did Ron DeSantis actually not ban CRT, critical race theory? That's the anti-white indoctrination. In Florida schools, he will do it, guaranteed. But my, that's true, he will do that. My point is, this is, it's already over. People are already brainwashed against whites before this introduction of this thing called critical race theory. It was ever uh, named in, became a household name. The moment it became a household name, the, it's already over. I like DeSantis fighting. I think he does fight like a man. Maybe he will fight to win. But the rest of these governors, I don't, give me a break. They don't fight to win. They don't get to the root of the issue. They say, oh, you know, like even, even Marjorie Greene was like, oh, China. China is controlling UC Berkeley. <laughs> Come on. It's the Chinese, it's the Chicoms. <laughs> no, we got, we got enemies within America. It's, China is evil too, but we got deeper problems than just this phony thing about racism. Speaking of that, before I get back to calls, I want to get to this ridiculous David Hogg thing. Uh, clip 2612A. We're going to skip 2512. Go to 2612A for David Hogg on CNN. You know what? Skip, skip 12A too. Let's skip to 12B. David Hogg on CNN, he's complaining about this fake, oh, it's a gun violence problem, you know, because murders are going through the roof around the country. Thank you, BLM. And thank you, uh, thank you, uh, bad families, right? So, gun with uh, the rise of crime and the attack on the cops and the scam endemic causing desperation, right? Well, the shutdowns, really, the communist shutdowns. People are buying guns. And that's supposed to be a bad thing. This is a CNN woman, I forget her name, interviewing that kid former kid, and gosh, does he look rough. David Hogg, he's the, one of the March Against Our Lives organizers from Parkland, Florida, a spoiled actor kid. Not even a kid anymore. But he's not a man either. A gun hater, a Second Amendment hater, an America hater. Here is David Hogg speaking mess. Listen to this. I know. I mean, and you've been trying to get our attention about this for the past three years. And it's not only gun violence that's going up. It's also gun purchasing. So oh, in just uh, the past year, in 2020, there were nearly 23 million gun sales across the United States. That's up 65 percent over the year before. And then in January, OK, Good. after the insurrection at the Capitol, there were two million gun sales. And that's up 75 percent compared to the January before that. So Good. what's that about to you? I think it's about fear. I think it's about the fact that uh, as a country, oftentimes we would rather, unfortunately, turn on each other and point to someone's skin color or point to someone's immigration status or their gender or their sexual identity and, and claim that's yourself. the threat. When in reality, um, we should all be working together against the sources of evil that are creating this gun violence and the injustice that promotes this gun violence and gun purchases in the first place. What a psycho, huh? He doesn't know anything about injustice. He supports injustice. And he should speak for himself. He said, I think we, we care about people's skin color. We would rather, we? 
Speak for yourself, weirdo. What a psycho. Really groundbreaking stuff, David. <laughs> David Hogg. What a sick person. Let me jump over real quick because I want to get to this too. Tom Cotton pointing about Dr. Fauci 13B. Skip to 13B. Tom Cotton talking about Dr. Fauci on the origins of the virus. Uh, Fauci is all of a sudden pretending, oh, okay, yeah, there is credence to the possibility of the theory that it came out of a lab, but we still mostly think that it came from, the na- from nature, this China communist virus. Listen to Tom Cotton say that Fauci is being deceptive, and Tom Cotton has been, he's a senator, so-called Republican, I don't know much about it, I don't know how much we can trust him, right? But, I th- I think that he's a little bit more honest or less dishonest than Dr. Fauci. Listen to this. But the letter that I joined Senator Ron Johnson, a handful of other senators on, very specifically asks the National Institutes of Health why they were funding gain-of-function research in these Wuhan labs. Now, Dr. Fauci has been to Congress, and he said this absolutely did not happen. But Dr. Fauci is playing word games. So the money that the NIH gave went to an American organization, which turned around and gave hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, to these Wuhan labs to investigate coronaviruses and, yes, to find ways to make them more contagious and more dangerous. And uh, we asked Francis Collins, who was Dr. Fauci's boss, to come clean, to tell us exactly what was happening, why this research was being funded, as you point out, Maria, during a time in which the Obama administration had explicitly banned this kind of -of gain-of-function research, research into making some of the world's deadliest pathogens even more dangerous. And and I, I think that there could be an example here of these public health bureaucrats thinking they know better, that they're not going to answer to political oversight and accountability, even in the uh, Obama administration, and they went ahead with this research that could be very dangerous. That's why it is imperative that the NIH come clean and tell us exactly what happened. Whatever, man. I don't trust the NIH to come clean for anything. What a mess. (sighs) It's just all for, seems like it's all for show. Even the Republicans talking about, you really trust the government to come clean? I don't know. Only thing taking Earl's heavyweight Hake blood sport belt away is his Obama phone, says Brandon M. with a Trovo uh, colorful chat. Double action says Earl's falsetto probably alerts dogs. Whoa. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, Let me get to Rick in Maine real quick. Rick, how are you doing? Oh, not too bad, bud. How are you doing today? Doing fine. It's good to hear from you. All right. uh, I appreciate you taking my call. Yeah, thanks for Uh, calling in. I've got some uh, comments I'd like to make about this unemployment mess along with this... uh, situation we're doing dealing with with the uh, welfare i don't mind giving somebody some help for a little while but that whole system was designed for a hand up not a hand out that's right so when it when it comes to the point of being a lifelong recipient of said services without putting anything back into the system Yes, there's a few there's a few situations that this has happened to. I won't rule them all out, 
Yeah. But when somebody can sit on their derriere and not do anything, especially when they're fully capable about doing work, and I don't buy this situation, well, I don't make enough money. I can make enough money sitting on, sitting at home on my backside. Right. You lazy son of a buck. <laughs> Get off your backside. I agree, man. You said it. So, you know, I just don't buy that mess, James. Right. It just it just shows their character of being a complete lazy son of a gun. Yeah, I, I know. And I'll tell you something. It's like I said on Jesse's show yesterday. I don't appreciate it when I'm out here busting my backside to support your illegal children, your improper lifestyles and everything else. Hey, you created that mess. That's not up to me. Have a nice day, uh, James. Thank you, Rick. Appreciate you, man. You're right. You know, uh, I was thinking more about that David Hogg thing. He said, what's, the, what's that silly headline? Gun sales are about fear of someone's skin color, gender, or their sexual identity. That's a real clear politics headline. You think that people are buying a gun because they're scared of the transgenders? <laughs> Give me a break. What a mess. And some people, pro- they prop him up because they pretend, oh, he was a victim of the, mass, uh, of the mass shooting down in Parkland, Florida. I guess that was Valentine's Day 2018 or something like that. or Something like that. He cuts his hair like Hillary Clinton says, take care of business bear. Yeah, if you saw David Hogg in that, rough uh, video clip from CNN. His hair is all long and looks like he's trying to be an actor. Wasn't Hogg not actually at the shooting, asks Meeve. I think that might be the case. I'm not exactly sure. Asvador says that he was never in danger. He's famous for being one in a part of a giant building while something terrible happened in a totally different part of the building. He was in a different part of the school, rode his bike home to get his phone to record it, says Take Care Business Bear. What a mess. And all of those, there was this, well, I don't want to get into that. Ridiculous. Let me quickly get to Ben in New York City. He has an important question, and I think it may be of benefit to some of our listeners. What's up, Ben, in New York City? How are you? Hey, how's it going, James? Hey. Going well, thank you. Okay, good to talk to you. Good to talk to you again. Yeah, good to hear from you again. Uh, so my question was: uh, Is is Earl okay? Does he need medication or not? What What is your opinion? <laughs> my opinion is he does not need medication. But I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. But I can, his mental can, state. Can we? <laughs> can we? Agree but I don't think he's, he's a okay. Bit too emotional. What's can that? You, can we? Can we agree that he's a little bit too emotional, but he doesn't need medication? Yes. Yes, okay, so I, I would definitely agree. Yeah. Um, I want to make a comment about uh, what is the hog? What's what's his name? David Hogg, March for yeah, Our Lives, just, uh, anti-gun gun. Yeah, he's too young. He's too young to even uh, comment on politics. I agree. It's, he doesn't know any better. Yeah, you know um, what? That's true. He is, uh, and you know what? There are young guys who are smart. Well, but that's this guy's the whole not democratic uh, voting base is like young people. Right. Very you true. Know, when you go over 35 years old, um, the vast majority vote Republican. 
He's the founder of Never Again MSD. Yeah, for I mean, for Marjorie Stoneman, uh, Stoneman Douglas. That's he was going to start like a alternative to my pillow, and um, oh, you know, that kind of way. Yeah, <laughs> that was terrible. He's in, he's really nasty. He's a really nasty yeah, evil person. He's a female. Full he of has hate. a female spirit. Uh, his dad is the FBI agent. Um, this is all public knowledge. Um, Let me see. And he wasn't even there at the Parklight shooting. You know. Yeah. Um, you're Even if he were, right it's when... it's irrelevant. Doesn't mean that he should have any say on what goes on. K- children are not wise. I mean, listen, they're they're not. They're not. I mean, he has an agenda behind it. Um, at the end of the day, criminals are going to have guns, and at the end of the day, this is a mental health issue that we need to tackle as a country. Yep. It's not really, uh, you know. And it's not even really mental health. It's spiritual evil. It's spiritual health. It is. It yeah. is. It is. Because mental Definitely. health is a that's that's a misdirection. It's it sounds kind of right, and yes, the spirit affects people's minds, and that's what why mm-hmm. they go crazy. But definitely, definitely. but even like the even the um, the so called experts admit the truth that the mental health pro- mental illness doesn't cause these shootings. Anger does, and anger definitely. is evil. You look at London as a, as an example. It's like. Um you remove the guns and you have a bunch of knife attacks and acid attacks. Like they throw acid at, you know, women's faces, you know, is good versus evil at the end yep. of the day. I mean, True. It's, it's, uh, you know, if, it were, if there were no knives, there'll be rocks. People would be smashing each other I know. And, you know, over the heads of rocks, you know? Yeah. And that Paris so, situation, there's a 18 Par- year old Paris guy drove down to Paris or somewhere near Paris mm-hmm. and beheaded a, a, a teacher over a fake story yeah. from a fake uh, daughter and her fake uh, father, who raised raised Cain over over f- fake uh, outrage about Muhammad. It's it's such a mess. Anyway, <laughs> but you know, listen. Uh, uh, not all cultures are compatible. Yeah, that's for and sure. Not, Diversity you, is not always good. I, <laughs> I am for natural multiculturalism. What you would call that but i don't i'm not for force yeah and they're forcing it on us big time everything has to be in a in a natural way yeah Um, we're opening the treasure chest guys yeah i i i agree ben it shouldn't be it should okay yeah yeah, a few can stay if they become americanized right you remember what happened in uh in germany i forgot what year it was i think it was uh, 2014 2015 the rape refugees. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, New Year's Eve, there was like 1,500 women that were like sexually assaulted. Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As a brown guy, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> they were. But, uh, you know, they, the media kind of like squelched it. Um, yeah. And you look at it and it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, do you read, I mean, who the hell are you permitting in your country at the end yeah. of the day? It's like, uh, Thanks, Angela Merkel. Put a woman in charge. Uh, yeah, she, yeah, she was. She's terrible. She, yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Ben. Appreciate it, man. I got to run. Nice talking okay. with you. Talking to you again. Bye. All right. Bye. Thank you to Dark Side of the Bear. What? Double action. Brandon M. Fabriets. That's amazing. Take care, Business Bear. Ragnar. O three two one. Noah's Art, Kansas. And we did open the treasure chest. And congrats to Mo Betta Stand Up. PJ909, Daryl Wayne, Noah's Art, Kansas, Zero Cool, for the redistribution of lemons. Nice. 
This has been The Hake Report, thehakereport.com for my stuff, rebuildingtheman.com slash church for the Throwback Sunday service premiere, 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 Eastern. Today, go to Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. Thanks, guys. Take care. One, two, three, four. Wow.